0: This is the Green Lines Podcast. I'm Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. Boy, do we have a show for you today. I want to say to you that this show is so powerful, it could save you a decade. Now, I didn't write that line, but my, my guest, the person you're going to listen to, would say that if you listen to him you get on this website, and you take some of these courses, it'll save you 10 years worth of pain and agony of learning the hard way. Make it a little easier and learn some things that are going to help you out a lot. I don't really have much else to say. I'm a little bit speechless. I've just finished my interview with my friend, my new friend and mentor, Rob Saunders. He, he spoke for oh, roughly a half hour in this podcast, and I would say he mentored me. And he mentored every listener who had the courage to step in and stay with us and listen. Uh, you can change your destiny here today. Change your concepts. Change your destiny with the Wealth Codes coach, Rob Saunders. Here he is now on the Green Lines podcast. So here he is, I promise to you, uh, a good man who knows good things about money. Mm. Rob Saunders, welcome to the Green Lines podcast. Oh, it's a joy to be with you. So let's start at the beginning of how you develop this coursework. Now, we're going to be talking about a website, and I want you to introduce that website mm. because you don't know him, but I want you to, if you can and you've got a web browser near you, go ahead and get on it right now. What's the website? WealthCodes, plural, coach.com. WealthCodesCoach.com. Go ahead and get there because we're going to be speaking about a lot of the material that's there and mm. I want you to understand why this coursework, why this training is so valuable to you. I'm not going to make you any promises yet. I want you to listen to this man for a while. I want to ask some real nosy questions and get to the heart of the matter so that you can understand why this content is so important to your life and to your work in the kingdom of God. So, Brother Rob, tell us how God planted this message in your heart. I know it was in India. Tell us about that.
1: Well, let me back up a little before Indy. Sure. I'm a fourth generation investment banker. Okay. And so I grew up, I thank the Lord for the way he positioned me through life. So I grew up with the best and the brightest. And also in law, my mother's father was the chief federal judge of where I lived. Mm. So I saw both the law and, and wealth, investment banking, from a little boy. And so I know the laws of that world, and I know the laws of God. And so often they conflict. Yes. So I've wasted decades that I didn't need to, or at least one, uh, because I did it the world's way instead of God's, even as a Christian. And I think most so-called Christians that are business people are doing it their way. Mm-hmm. instead of God's way. Why did I think that? Because that's what I did. So I'm... I'm You're normal. I, <laughs> I see it like so, it is. So let's go there. All
0: right. Real quick. We've got people listening that almost don't want to listen to a show on finance because they're right. in so much difficulty. Right. I, I go to this seminar. I read this book. Right. I subscribe to Motley Fool's. I'm, I'm speaking for some of our watchers and listeners. Right. And they say to us, I I don't have it right. I can't get it right. I don't even like to think about money anymore. Help that person right now as we get started.
1: Okay. Well, one of my favorite questions that I ask all the time is, is God generous? And I'm not, uh, I'm going to give you some choices, Okay. but it really doesn't come down to your opinion or your experience. It is a question of who God is. Okay. And so is he generous? Yes. No. Maybe. Sometimes. uh, depends. I'm not sure. But there's only, one, there's only one right answer, and it's yes. Why? Because it's his character. Mm. And until we see God as who he is and then how he sees us, we cannot apply that in our lives. So for someone struggling with money today, okay. maybe they don't see God as a generous God. That's right. But everybody says all over the world, God is good. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, do you have, do you? I want you to get an image in your mind of somebody you think's good. My first question are they selfish? Not likely. Well, how can they be good and selfish? When you go to somebody's house and they hide the apple pie because you just came in, mm-hmm. I mean, is that your idea of a good person? So it. Mm-hmm. Good and generous go together. You had to start with apple pie. At yeah, amen. I, 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 you probably, <laughs> Listen, the last piece of coconut cake, I oh, hid wow. it somewhere. I was afraid to get it, oh, but wow. I don't do that often. But God the, is generous. God is generous, and it's his character. Yes. And until you understand that he's for you mm-hmm. and that he, he he doesn't change. So love is generous. Well, there's people out there like to tell me that God punishes
0: us with money. <laughs> that if you haven't tithed right, if you haven't done this, there are laws uh, that say, well, you're going to get slapped on the hand. And, uh, you know, until you get it right, then I'm not going to
1: bless you. Well, see, the Lord makes the sun to rise on the just and the unjust. There are plenty of people that are rich that aren't just mm-hmm. or didn't do it God's way. I mean, the mafia is rich. Right. So, but uh, the, the concept is that if... If you can understand how clearly God is for you, then heaven is your home. You don't have to do it your way anymore. You can do it his way. Now, I talk so much about the wealth codes. I pick 10. But listen, they're not suggestions. Mm. And they're, they're not really hidden. They're hidden in plain sight. Yes. So I like to get away from opinions and get back to what the wealth codes what God says about the way he wants us to do business, about the way he creates wealth. And don't forget, when Solomon, when God appeared to Solomon in a dream, it says, and said, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Wide open question.
0: Yeah.
1: And I Genie in the bottle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. Isn't it? Yes. And, and listen, he'll do that for you if you'll just let him. But what did Solomon say? He said, Lord, I need wisdom. Mm-hmm. I need a hearing ear. I needed an understanding heart. Yeah. And so everybody says, no, I need wealth. No. The the first divine wealth code I discuss in my courses is you need wisdom. And God said, listen, I'm so impressed with your answer. Because he said, I need wisdom for your people. I need wisdom to lead your nation. And so God said, I'm so impressed. Listen, I'm going to include wealth and honor. Now, let me add something here. Riches. If they don't go with honor, you're just a bully. So let's talk about honor. Okay. Spell that out a little bit. Because
0: uh, Western civilization's view of honor and, say, Europe, mm. European's use of honor, they're mm. two different concepts. Would you define honor
1: for us so we understand it? I'm going to give you honor in a, a human sense okay. where you can apply it. Honor is you do what you say you'll do when you said you'll do it and the way in time you said you would do it. And so honor is something you are. So if I promise you that I'm going to pay you X on Wednesday at two o'clock, that's what I'm going to do. In other words, I'm going to keep my commitments. People with money think they have the right not to pay on time. I've seen it. Yeah, well I mean For very wealthy people. Absolutely. And and they're slow with the check. But mm-hmm. where's the honor in that? So if God has blessed you with riches and in Revelation, when they're worshiping God, they say, Worthy are you to receive riches, blah, 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 in honor. Let's talk about riches as it relates to love. Like
0: you say, I don't have any money with which to give and to bless, so love people more, be very unfrugal with your love and give it and spend that love, spend it, and see how that translates in other ways.
1: <laughs> I, wrote, I actually have the uh, copyright on the word love power. Okay. So love has power. Yes. And n- not only does it give, it, 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 the power of love and giving and generosity changes everything.
0: Rob, what I want to get to is your point that it doesn't always have to be money that we're thinking of Mm. in terms of wealth. Right. That if you give it away, if if you're stingy with love because you have a lot of it, then you've got the same problem as a stingy man who won't share,
1: (laughs) yes? Yes. So let me jump back to my meeting in uh, Mumbai. Come on. And let's touch this. So this uh, hot couture I'm speaking to I don't exactly remember three hundred, six hundred. And this um, hot car came up a uh, uh, high fashion owner, and grabbed me by the arms. and so I'd been speaking on, are you a hostage? So the first question you can ask yourself of money, is it it does it work for you or are you hostage to it? Is it hostage to you or are you hostage to it?
0: What do you think most it,
1: of our listeners would say?
0: Well, they What's would,
1: your experience? they would either say they don't quite understand yet, or okay. if they were real with themselves, it's real easy to check it out. Whether you're, are you on the golden hamster wheel? That's the real way to ask. Mm-hmm. I call it a golden hamster wheel, because if you think you can make money according to your own wisdom and your own standards in your own way, then you're on the hamster wheel. Yes. And guess what? You're going to wear yourself out on it the proverbs this this man solomon who asked god for wisdom says that it is god that blesses you with wealth and when he does you'll know it's god because you won't have pain sorrow or horror, or harsh toil. And you won't work 12-hour days? <laughs> About 16. Okay.
0: Yes. That's you
1: know, true. I used to have a jet helicopter. My jet helicopter pick me up on top of my building and fly me to a waiting airplane with the engines on. Why? Because it's insanity. Okay. It's a good form of insanity. Yeah, it's a new I'm,
0: definition, but one I can
1: understand. Okay. I mean, it's called who are you impressing? I mean, maybe you're impressing yourself or some. Well, you're in a hurry to get to your next money. That's key. right. That's right. right. Yeah, but listen, if he, one of the wealth codes is favor. And I realized this morning when I was thinking about talking with you, what is favor? Timing is favor. That's good. Timing that's is favor. Particularly in money. And I'm sitting here talking to you. Yes. And it's timing. So it's the favor of you as a new friend on a on an e-blast or a podcast where we can touch others. I'm not doing this for the money. No, I know that. I, I'm doing, I don't need the money. I'm doing this. You said we had priced it fairly. Are you kidding? They, they were upset with me for pricing it as low. I mean, I have a team of six people working on this thing it, on my courses and the website. And so, and they're all over the world, Jerusalem, Frankfurt. Uh, Italy, uh, some, a few a So they America. don't
0: understand money if they feel like you need to charge more. Well. The very understanding of it as a gift,
1: as a, a beginning of wisdom. Yes, but even more. Uh-huh. These courses were selling for hundreds of dollars each. And then I came in one day and I said, listen, I can't talk to waiters or waitresses in a uh, while I'm eating dinner about a hundred and something dollar course or $500 course, yeah, I need I need to talk to them about, listen, let me give you an example. I was at some place in Disney a couple of days ago and I wanted change. And so I asked the waitress, can you, ch-? and all I had was a hundred dollar bill. So I said, can you change this for me? And she said, I wish I could. And I thought, oh, if I just had 30 minutes to spend with you. But she wasn't my waitress. She, they'd sent her over to get the check or something. Mm-hmm. And so, but you see, if she says, I wish I could have changed 400, well, she can. How? All she
0: has. I'm going to ask what my
1: audience is asking. All, their hands
0: are up in the <laughs> okay. air. I can see them all over America. Right.
1: Because she needs to expect, explore, and experience all God has for her. In the first way she thinks, she, it's about his character. Is he for her or not? Yeah. Is he generous or not? Is he good? How can you be good and not be generous? Come on. and Bring it. Amen. And so is, is God, did he create you to torture you? Mm-hmm. Or did he create you to do for you beyond all that you could ask, think, imagine? Now, if you can ask, think, and imagine, you can dream, I am here to tell those with their hands up that I promise you that God will do for you more exceedingly abundantly beyond your imagination.
0: This is true. Okay. But But, I'm going to speak for my audience. All right. We've messed it up so many times. Right. We've made so many mistakes with our money. We've spent, we've spent, we've spent.
1: I I'm, want I'm to, to jump in right there. Come on. Isaiah 57, I think it's 18. I had made every mistake that you could make. I was in uh, late 70s. I was over my head. I was overwhelmed. I was pressed. I thought it, it was all going to blow up. And God spoke to me clearly in whichever verse that is. He said, I've seen your ways, but I'm going to heal you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to restore comfort to you. That's a good it's verse. gonna create praise.
0: We're gonna get that in the show notes, right, Adley? We want to get that note. On I
1: have, but uh, I, which they added, but I have seen your ways. But I will heal you. Mm. Wow! So listen, that's so, a
0: generous Father.
1: Amen. So all of you that are raising your hands, saying, "How's this gonna happen?" Number one, today's a new day. You can start over or start fresh right now. And it's about again. It, the basis is you have to start off seeing God's character. His character is wonderful. It's good. It's love. And he, I couldn't wait to tell that little waitress that. Listen, if you can see how God good, how good He is, you can pull the future into the present. Mm. Uh, that's he, a promise. That's a promise, and He's not going to change. So you can pull all of His promises are yes. Mm-hmm. Not, not some. You know what I do when I read that verse? I often to a crowd. I misquote it just to see if they're awake. And I say, you know, m- some of God's promises are yes. And they sort of look around and then they go, huh. And then I say, well, many of God's promises are yes. I'm telling you right now, many are, many are yes. And then I go, wait a minute, no, no, I think it's most.
0: Yeah, no, most of
1: God's promises are yes. Now, wait a minute, are y'all awake yet? Because the truth is, all of God's promises are yes, and through Jesus Christ, they're the Amen. Come on, they flowed over to us from the cross, and they're ours. Yes. What if What if we wanted to expect and believe, experience that?
0: So, some would ask you, "Is this a prosperity message? Is this, oh. a, you know, you can't talk about good and money without." Getting asked about, well, is this just that prosperity gospel stuff?
1: I'm so glad you asked me. I, I'm, I'm glad you didn't hit me
0: because I right. asked you.
1: Well, <laughs> because I don't want to speak against them. But no, we're not. But we're in this speaking. world, in this world, I think Jesus said, "I think you shall have tribulation." So, generally, with the, the just the idea of prosperity, it means you're going to avoid tribulation, and that is foolishness. Wow. It comes with its own. My wife died in my arms. I, uh, I've, I've experienced most forms of trouble in family. Mm-hmm. It, it, so, it, you see, but it still doesn't change God's character. He said, be of good cheer in your tribulation. He's going to take you through it. And I always say, and then I want to go back to the minimum,
0: yes.
1: where his finger points, his hand provides— You've got to believe that. Dear dear listener, dear friend, if you would just believe that where God directs you, he will provide for you. He'll make the way. He'll give you the favor. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the blessing. He'll give you the covenant. He'll give you the promise. So we have to stay in his will.
0: We're right back to that place of how do I know God's will? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking what the audience would.
1: No, great audience. Listen, you'll know his will by knowing who he is. Yes, get closer. And, amen. And trust. Well, expect. Explore. Experience all God has for you. Yes. His will is gracious. I think Jesus said. I, I might be wrong, but I think he said, "Ask and you will. Uh, you shall receive. Seek. You want to know how God's will is. Seek and you'll find out. Knock." and the door will be open unto you. Better yet, it says in Revelation, behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Let me in, and we'll have supper together. We'll dine together. Listen, it's Will in some harsh couple of verses somewhere. It's you come in and dine with him. You come in and supplicate with him. You come in and experience a relationship. And so will comes out of relationship. So let's talk about concepts. You know, the title okay. kind
0: of love your book is got, I mean, end of your course. Right. Is about concepts. One of the courses. One of the courses that, right. that I know about, change your concepts.
1: Right. And if you don't change your concepts, your results are never going to change. But let me give well, what you. What are my
0: concepts, okay. first of all. What's common concepts? Okay.
1: I want to tell you exactly. Thank you. Concepts govern behavior. Okay. What okay. I
0: think is what I do.
1: That's right. And you reflect who you are. Mm -hmm. So the hardest thing in the world to change, some people call them paradigms, but I like concepts because it's simpler. simpler. And so uh, a concept, most of our concepts, listen, Stephen, even at our, uh, we're younger, of course, but even at our ripe old age, older age, but we're not getting older. So many of the concepts we have, somebody else put them there. Mm -hmm. They're not ours. But we're governed by them. Now, if we want to change our results, our relationships, we have to change. We have to replace those concepts that somebody stuck in there and have our own foundation. It's a foundational question. Is God generous? It's foundational. So most, so many of our concepts have no foundation behind them. They're just there. Can I give you a simple example? Come on. I was dry, I, my, I I'm not gonna say which daughter, I have wonderful daughters. We were driving home and um, it was hot. And so she had to run in to get something from a 7-Eleven. I said, well, leave the car running. And she said, Dad, I can't do that. Turn the car off and went in. I thought, hmm, and, and then she came back. I said, darling, what, why did you cl- turn the car off? And she said, because when I was 16, I took driver's ed, and they told me if I fill the car up with gas while it was running, it probably will explode. Mm -hmm. And that concept, concept, but she said, Dad, I just looked at those two people filling the cars up, and their cars are running. She said, my husband fills up while the car's running. I said, darling, it's just a concept, but guess what? It's governing your behavior while I'm sitting in this hot car. Yes. It's probably because the ethyl Good. they I'm used to— I'm combust. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the ethyl that they put in the gasoline. Yes. Those, but but listen, it's a concept. Do you see how it governed her behavior? Mm-hmm. Now, she's the sweetest thing. She's the best thing to me, but that was one concept that she hadn't changed. I'm not sure she's going. So the question that I want to ask is we have a lot
0: of grandparents listening, <laughs> Okay. How much have you taught them
1: about these concepts that are so near to your heart? Well, you see these books in front of you. I do everything. I send them my little tapes. I mean, my videos. I don't call them tapes. And uh, I, I spend a lot of time uh, in Proverbs. Solomon said, you can, uh, wisdom. Let's yes. get back to wisdom. Okay. This is what I teach my grandchildren. And wisdom's right hand is what? Long life, health and long life. What's in her left hand? Riches and honor. Wow, that's Proverbs three sixteen. Mm-hmm. So can catch this with me, Steve? I'm with you. That means if Solomon said wisdom has hands. Now and she's a she. It's women is yes. uh, wisdom is feminine. And that means if she has hands, she has arms. And so she's reaching out to you and me, listen, I how can we get this from God, right? Well, it's better than you getting it. He's trying to give it to you. <laughs> it's even easier. It's, it's even easier. It's in your hands. It's in front of you. It's, look, reach it. Friends, yes. reach it. Take yes. it out of our hands. What's wrong with you? You don't want riches and honor. Now, you might want riches. Well, friend, you better add honor to that. Long life, health. You have to have health to have long life. Do you know which which most people pick pick of those two hands? They'll take the left. Now, of course, of, of course. Because it's it, there. It's easy. To pull the vending machine. Yeah, right. But but they need both. Yes, of course. Health can, and long can. life. Who cares about money if you don't have health and long life? But listen, it's riches. It's riches and honor. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. We've got these concepts so backwards. So Let's get back. You're doing fine. Okay. I think
0: audience wants to know. I mean, obviously, understanding the teacher is important Mm -hmm. as they understand these concepts. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm backing into your life a little bit, Mm -hmm. Was they've got to understand that what you know and you were taught uh, in generational wisdom Mm -hmm. that you've passed on, and it's pass on a bowl. Mm -hmm. You weren't just special and gifted and silver spooned, Mm -hmm. that you were taught to have wisdom and to grow, and so
1: you can teach others what you learned, and also I can teach others my mistakes. Of course, because then, look, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. What's the number one rule in business everywhere? Uh, number one rule. He that has the go uh, makes the rules. Right. <laughs> that's the number one rule. Well, sure, but that's not God's golden rule. Uh-uh. So he, had, my father, put it the other way. He said, "Listen." Um in a good deal, everybody profits. That's the opposite of he that has a goal makes the rules. Mm-hmm. Audience listening, if you think if you're acting on that rule, he that has a goal makes the rules. You're in the wrong kingdom at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. I can sit down at a table, the reason I was a good deal maker and I could see which each person needed in the deal what they thought was fair. There's no definition for fair. It's what you think is fair. Mm-hmm. And so I could pull up four or five together and make the deal work because I, I wanted to get each one what he wanted. And do you know something? If you give others what they want, what do you think happens to you? Well, I, I think I know you, you get you, what you want. Absolutely. Who was it that is said that? Is that complicated? Mm-hmm. Who said that? Um. Me, Rob Saunders. Yeah,
0: there was a, a nice old man before you yeah. who, uh, not Lou Holtz, but he looked like Lou Holtz. to talk like him from South Carolina. Yeah, uh, I'll think of it while I'm not Will Rogers? No.
1: No. Um, I don't know who said it first. But look, you know, know. they say, uh, uh, I found this saying, uh, good, better, best, never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. And that's good. I had in your best. You're better than all the rest. But somebody, some decathlon, that won the Olympics. They said that was his thing, and I looked it up, and it was Saint Jerome from 420 AD.
0: My goodness.
1: So when you Saint checked, Jerome,
0: knew some stuff.
1: Yeah, that's some wisdom. Yeah, it's made it. And another one I love. You've heard the statement here today, gone tomorrow. Well, that that'll sober you up about. The way you live your life. Well, and that's also Proverbs, isn't it? Yeah, Calvin said it in fifteen forty. Oh, four. War, well, I'm sure it's in everything's in Proverbs. But <laughs> yes, here today, gone tomorrow. What if we lived our lives understanding that? And that's mm-hmm. the that's the advantage of age. If you can have age with a youthful heart, a merry heart is good like a medicine. But it heals you physically, spiritually, emotionally, keeps you young. If we could have you and I have the experience we have and yet have a merry heart, then we have it all until we walk out of this place into glory. Yes. And you know, in, in heaven, there's no first class waiting line for the rich. Did you know that? Well, they don't get a first class line? I don't think they even get a pass. Mm. So, uh, so put, keep riches in perspective. And, and you will enjoy the use of them. Yes. And you will enjoy blessing others because the Lord's just trying to create in us the same heart his character is. So we can yeah. love one another. We can share the apple pie, mm-hmm. even the last piece of the coconut cake. And, mm-hmm. and I've quit eating desserts. so I give it away now. But uh, that helped. And so <laughs> um, we can enjoy all of God. See, listen, friends listening, Please remember this. The riches and honor and health and long life God wants to give you are for your good, but for his glory. Yeah. If you would keep that in that perspective, then you can enjoy it. It is for your good. You can live in the house he wants you to live in. You can, you can have a jet helicopter if that's what he needs you to have. But listen, if you will keep, if you'll understand, that's that's a waste of money unless you really are in a big area. Um, If you really understand, it's for your good, but it's for his glory. And also, Brother Steve, it's his. Mm-hmm. And the next time we do a podcast or e bless together, I want to talk about Luke 19 and the story of the menace. Okay. Uh, because I think at the end of the story, he calls them together and says, Now, what did you do with my money? It's a great story, I've never heard a sermon on it. People shy away from it, because the rewards weren't proportional. Right. One got 10 cities, one five, one zero. And and it's, but it's a one. it was within a week of the cross, and it's so important to understand that story. Because well, we're
0: gonna do that in a separate podcast, great. okay?
1: I just wanna warm them up.
0: Well, we're running out of time, okay. and I still have way too many questions. It always happens to right. so? me, we run out of time before right. I run out of questions. But I don't want to miss an opportunity for you to really say to people what you came here to say and and to talk about your course. Okay. Tell us what course in it. is. Well, I, I keep okay. saying singular because it's the global.
1: Okay. Right. But it's you have a lot of courses up.
0: Mm-hmm. And available. I'm going to
1: have more too soon. Well, good. I'm going to have an executive, a whole thing for executives. Good. They're not going to be inexpensive. Uh-oh. Okay, but so friends, are... They're inexpensive for you, and that won't change. And um, But I tell you, God, is. it was just like the prophecy that was spoken over me Sunday. It said, this, this person had never seen me before, didn't know anything. I knew they were the Lord's. And she said, God has positioned where you, you where you are so you can be his mouthpiece. Hmm. So I'm giving back. I'm giving back. To the Lord, for the Lord, to others, because I'm supposed to be his mouthpiece. Yeah. I've, I've done it wrong. I've done it right. I've done it the world's way. And now I want to renew my mind. I want to restore my soul. We didn't get mm-hmm. to talk about the minimum. So in 13 seconds, or less no, listen.
0: You do the minimum. Go, Go on. Th- this okay. is
1: your minimum belief is, pro- is Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, lack, need or decrease. Now that's the minimum. Now, Psalm one says that once that you settle your righteousness in the Lord and walking with him, guess what it says? In whatever he does, he prospers. Hmm. But your minimum is, I. I'm sure of it. And then I'd love, if we had time, we could go through how it increases. Later, my cup runneth over. But the basic minimum foundation for a believer is as the Lord is my shepherd, I will not lack, want, need, or decrease. And I'll lie down. Amen. Because I'm at peace. Amen. I'm, I'm off the hamster wheel. Come on. And, and, and isn't it good? Listen, I'm spending money to bring these things. Mm-hmm. You are. And, and someday it'll so tell out. us the website or okay. we can go find your courses. Uh, wealth Codes Coach. They're about the divine wealth codes, but wealthcodescoach.com. So what will people get from taking these courses? Oh, my gosh. Well, the first one that you wanted to talk to me about is change your concepts. Your concepts govern your behavior. Change your concepts. Change your results. Change Mm -hmm. your relationships. Renew your mind. Restore your soul. So until we're ready to change our concepts, I know how hard they are to change because I deal with so many hundreds and hundreds of people. And they want to talk about it. But to implement it, it's just that battle. So it's that Romans twelve two, do not be conformed to the shape, purpose, and ways of this world, but be ye transformed. Go from the, uh, the caterpillar, I love to sh- have it behind me, uh-huh. to the crystalline of the puba, Yes. To the butterfly. The butterfly doesn't touch the earth like a caterpillar does. That's right. But guess where most Christians are? They're stuck in that poop of thing. It, you know how when you see them, you can see sort of the outline of the wings and stuff, but you can see how squunched up it is? And that's where they are. Mm-hmm. Straight jacket. Straight not jacket. The, not the, the wonderful butterfly. You know, you can take a pencil and put holes in the butterfly's wing, and it can still fly and they fly thousands of miles, and they pollinate flowers and other stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're wonderful creatures. And In the Far East, they use them for Easter, the symbol of Easter. So, I mean, God's call for us is Mm -hmm. so much greater. And for us, if we would just give him, the first step would be to decide, I don't want to be conformed anymore to the way the world has taught me to think. No. So, we're trying to get a whole lot in at time, but, that course has changed your concepts, and there's a course on the Divine Wealth Coach You'll change your destiny. And then one of my favorites is the mystery of abundance. But if you can understand the mystery, then you'll have a whole lot more abundance.
0: Well, part of the mystery, I haven't taken that course, but right. what I know about abundance is there's a lot of it, and, <laughs> and there's not near as much scarcity as our minds tell us there is. Oh, get yeah, off the I'm,
1: hamster wheel and enjoy the flow. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, brother, I'm not going to let this podcast in. Okay. One of the features of my show was that every show ends with takeaways, okay, with action steps mm. that I want our listeners to do three things. You're a wealth coach. You okay. know what you're talking right. about through the kingdom of God, not through Amen. vain efforts, but through the spiritual efforts of God through you mm. and through your gift and through your ability to translate it into words and coaching. Mm. Coach us on three steps that we can take as soon as we shut this off. Okay. Go do these three things. Give me Add some value to this podcast. Not like it's not worth billions now, right. but add value in a way that will help our folks begin to do something about what they want in their heart right now. They okay. desire this.
1: God will give them the desire of their right. hearts. Amen. But how? Okay. Three things, three steps. I'm, I'm going to do it. Come on. And first off, they need to realize that God's goodness and generosity pursue them. That's the 23rd Psalm. Yes. They need to realize that wisdom's hands on her arms are reaching out to them to receive health and long life, right hand, riches and honor left. It's, it's an offer to you. It's not a work you need to do. It's a receiving, trusting God to receive it. And thirdly... As to blessing, they need to expect, explore, and to want to expect, explore, explore, and experience all God has for them. Now, you know that take a lifetime, brother. That's going to take a while. I wake up every morning just wanting to know what's wonderful is going to be about this day. In the midst of all the shaking, in the midst of all the Jesus said, you'll have tribulations. Uh, most of my tribulations don't come because of myself. They come because of families and friends in great difficulty, but but still, I am going today to expect, experience, and explore all God has for me. Amen.
0: And that's
1: their gift. That's that's God's gift to
0: you. So I want you to be more practical. Okay. I want you to give me a practical thing. I'm going to turn this podcast off here in a bit. Oh, okay, They're going to go do something. I understand what you're, you're saying, the overarching principles that they've got mm-hmm. to own. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's going to take a lifetime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to do something about it. What do I do? Put me to work. Make me take some action steps.
1: Okay. I'm going to stick with the way Tony Robbins and John Maxwell say this. It's okay. so much simpler than profound. It, it's... It's practical. It doesn't have to be profound. It's okay. got to be practical. But guess what? If you just netted it down that Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek. It. What is it you need to seek? Mm-hmm. If you seek it, you'll find it. What What do you need to really knock on heaven's door to know or to understand or to change? It says, knock and the door shall be open to you. So that's our side of it. And if that's not practical enough, ask me in a, a way I can better say it.
0: I guess real practical. So you're saying hang up the phone, put your phone down, mm-hmm. get on your knees and do some knocking. Yeah, and write
1: down. Why don't you write down ask mm-hmm. and say, well what am I really asking? Why don't you get real? Okay, write it in your planner, right. write it in your yeah. diary. And I I keep little notes. And okay. and then how about what do I really seek in life? What is it what is it I'm really seeking? Mm-hmm. And as we get real with God, he gets real with us.
0: Amen. Well, brother, I hate for this to come to an end, okay. but we have to do it. I want to thank you for traveling all this way, mm. for spending your own money to come here to That's do this. True. <laughs> and to stay here in beautiful Orlando for a few days. And, Wonderful. And get real hot and real humid. Mm. Get your hair all curled up. Oh, good. <laughs> Isn't that good? I need it. <laughs> We've been visiting with a man of God. You heard him. He's a Wealth Coast coach. He's been with us today. We're going to be doing a lot more work with him while he's here in town. You're going to be hearing a lot more from him. In fact, uh, we've got a ministry, uh, actually it's called Charisma Leader. A new magazine will be coming out in the next month or so uh, with him on the cover (laughs) and with a lot of his stores. That's uh, called favor. That's
1: favor. It's called timing. Timing. Timing and favor are the same thing. That's amazing. Whenever I walk to an airline desk, Mm-hmm. and I expect... There's a seat for you. Uh, well, not yeah. only that, it's an upgraded seat. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. No, because I know it's... Because I'm gonna... in a coach because of <laughs> <laughs> I got bumped by <laughs> you friggin' <All> flyers. Right. <laughs> right, but look, what a joyous thing. Listen, I've been flying millions of miles. I flew in the United States Air Force. I just want you to know I've never raised my voice to an airline employee. Want to do that? Yeah, but no, because I'm expecting blessing. How am I going to get blessing if I start screaming and yelling at them? Because I'm not happy. About you can that. But what about expecting? hmm
0: You know the Joy Strang, the wife. She is an owner of this company. Mm-hmm. I've been with her, and she prays for parking places. And actually, she doesn't really. Pray for it every minute, like when she's going to the restaurant. Yeah, right. She just expects that spot's going to be there. I haven't been with her when she didn't have a front parking place. Yeah. That's that's real practical expecting.
1: Yeah, but people have a hard time with that, and it's so I know. silly. That, listen, why wouldn't you want God's blessing in everything?
0: It, God wants to bless us in the small things, the
1: medium things, and the great big things. But, but catch that. So many people think that's so silly to ask for a parking spot. Are no. you kidding me? No. Well, I went to Memphis State. I prayed for parking places. <laughs> you oh, need it, Yeah, amen.
0: You can't park that place. Amen. Brother, I'm so thankful for you. You have been a huge blessing, bigger than we deserve or oh, could have imagined. Well, that's kind of... You've given us more than I could have ever hoped for in this podcast. Oh. We've been visiting with Rob Saunders. He's the Wealth Codes Coach. His website, wealthcodescoach.com. I hope you go there today, that you take that first step. Click on that button and get engaged in this coursework. Pick the mm. course the Lord tells you to take. Yeah. Have some wisdom. Jump in, learn a lot, and then take another one. Mm. You've been listening to Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. On behalf of my, both of my producers are here today, Chris and Natalie. I thank you both, and I thank all of you who've been watching on our Facebook Live uh, program. I'm just thankful for all of you and thankful for this opportunity to host the Green Lines Podcast. This is Steve Green. God bless you all.